Upsla Podcast Episode 15 Eclipse Technology Exchange. Welcome to the Uppsala Podcast. The Uppsala Podcast brings you up to speed on topics covered at this year's Uppsala Conference, which takes place in October 2007 in Montreal, Canada. The Uppsala Podcast is co-produced with Software Engineering Radio and Dim Sum Thinking. In this episode, we're talking to the organizers of the Eclipse Technology Exchange Workshop. The theme of the workshop is the use of Eclipse as a code base for teaching and research. The central activity of the workshop will be sharing the results of such projects. Please welcome your host, Software Engineering Radio's Martin Lippert. For this um, podcast, we have introduced um, the organizers of the workshop, and I would like to uh, ask them to introduce themselves, and uh, maybe we can start with, with you, Cheryl. Sure. Uh, my name is Cheryl Morris. I'm, I work in the IBM Toronto lab in the Center for Advanced Studies. And I've been a core member of the ETX team since 2003. Thanks. Alex, would you continue? Sure. I'm Alex Sorso. I'm an assistant professor at Georgia Tech in the School of Computer Science. And my main areas of research are software testing and program analysis. I participated in ETX for the first time in 2005, and then I co-organized uh, ETX 2006 and 2007. Okay. Lite, would you continue? Hi. I'm Lite Cheng. I work at IBM Research in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I have been a participant in the ETX in a variety of roles in the past few years, but this is really the first time this year as that I'm a sort of like a core uh, program organizer. Oh, okay. And uh, Martin, you? Yes, I'm uh, Martin Robillard, also go as Martin. I'm an assistant professor at the School of Computer Science at McGill University in Montreal. I work mostly in the area of software evolution and maintenance, and this is my second year organizing the Eclipse Technology Exchange. Okay, great, and, and thanks you all for, for, for joining me for this podcast episode. Um, so let's, let's start, and uh, maybe you can, you can tell, uh, tell us a little bit about well, what the history of the Eclipse Technology Exchange workshop is, and what, what has happened in the past. So uh, maybe, maybe Chell, you can you can tell us a bit about it. Sure, love to. Um, in uh, 2002, uh, IBM and Eclipse.org wanted to popularize Eclipse in the academic and research communities. So they started a series of activities, and some of these activities included workshops and birds of a feather sessions at various uh, research conferences. And in 2002, uh, IBM announced the first round of the Eclipse Innovation Grant Program. It was actually announced at Uppsala in 2002. Uh, for the first round of grants, there were 187 submissions and 49 awardees. So a group of us uh, formed a core team at IBM, and we uh, decided to um, reach out to the academic community for help to organize the workshops, which we called Eclipse Technology Exchanges, hence ETX. And uh, the core team uh, 
was led by Gabby Silberman, Vivek Sarkar, Mike Burke, Connie Hanlon, and myself. And we had various activities um, besides the workshops. We had a programming contest and uh, education sessions for teachers. Um, but the main focus was the uh, workshops where we invited the Eclipse uh, grant awardees to present their research at uh, Uppsala. Uppsala was our main um, uh, venue for uh, providing the information and networking with um, other groups. So um, in 2003, we had our first ETX at ICSI in Portland. Um, that was a poster session. It was very well attended. Uh, we had over 250 people, and it generated a lot of interest in Eclipse, and it was a great networking venue, and we believe that a lot of future collaborations started there. Since 2003, there have been a series of ETX workshops and poster sessions at major international academic and developer conferences like ICSI, ECOOP in Europe, and EclipseCon, and this year is the fifth consecutive ETX at Uppsala. Um, sounds like a pretty successful series of, of workshops, right? Very successful, yes. Should we should we start to to talk about the contents of, of, of the workshop this year? What do you think? Sure. So maybe um, Martin, would you would you start to to talk a bit about the the program this year? Sure. The workshop will run from 8.30 to 5.30 on Sunday, October 21st. And this year, the program is organized in two separate parts. The, the first part will be a keynote address that will be given by Jeff McAffer. Jeff McAffer is a senior technical staff member with IBM Rational. He leads the Eclipse Equinox OSGI RCP and Orbit teams. And he's also the co-author of a book called The Eclipse Rich Client Platform, published at Addison Wesley. And the talk will be entitled Equinox Trends in Eclipse as a Runtime. And I think what Jeff proposes to discuss are current developments and future trends with the Equinox project. So this keynote address should be a great addition to the workshop because the comments we had from the participants last year is that, uh, of course, they liked the workshop, but they some of them would have liked to hear about what's going on with Eclipse directly from some of the people involved in the development of the Eclipse platforms. And I think that the, the talk by Jeff McCaffrey will provide uh, many of those insights. So that should be interesting. The second part of the program will be the more traditional presentation of papers by authors who submitted their papers to the workshop. This will be organized in three separate sessions, one session in the morning shortly after the keynote presentation and two sessions in the afternoon. Alexis is, is, is a chair of the first session. Can you can you tell us a bit about the, the, the first part of the workshop? Sure. But before talking about specific sessions, I would like to point out uh, an important characteristic of the workshop, which is how eclectic are the topics of the workshop. And if you look at the program, even within sessions, you can immediately notice the wide range of topics. For example, in my session, I have papers on improving refactoring, supporting construction and analysis of model transition systems, helping code navigation, tracking code clones, and classifying the quality of bug reports, which is a pretty wide range. 
And I really wanted to stress this characteristic of the workshop because I think it is a representative of what Eclipse has become for the research community. We have many researchers that are using Eclipse as a platform that they can leverage to do research in their own area. And we try to put together a good sample of these different areas in the various sessions. And uh, something else that uh, is characteristic of the ETX is really the fact that it's very, very interactive. So in the, in the previous years, uh, it's not a typical workshop where you have people giving their talk and then a couple of questions. There's really a lot of participation because most of the people in the audience uh, are actually involved uh, with uh, Eclipse uh, development or research uh, you know, using Eclipse in one way or the other. So there's really a lot of common interest and a lot of uh, discussion going on. So it's typically a pretty, pretty interesting experience. So there's no no typical paper presentation or, or formal slideware stuff? It's more in an interactive discussion? Or how do people present their work? It's actually a normal presentation, often involving a demo, but we keep it short and also leave a lot of time for questions and discussion, and that really helps in terms of improving the interactive nature of the workshop. People will see a lot of, of demos and a lot of running system stuff? It's not a requirement, but people tend to show demos just because of the nature of the work. Cool. So, Lite, could you could you tell us a bit more about the the second uh, second part of the workshop, the, the the second session? I'm running the session at one thirty to three p.m. and I guess um, you can characterize this session as uh, tools and techniques that assist in diagnosing and fixing problems for developers. Although, as Alex mentioned, um, a lot of the papers are sort of, we have a wide variety of different types of papers, so it's kind of hard to group them together. Um, so in my session, we have papers on um, assisting developer testing in Eclipse, um, declarative and visual debugging, uh, predicting buggy changes, as well as um, distributing meeting support using the Eclipse communications framework. And uh, we, even, we even have a paper that's sort of tied into the keynote on OSGI, um, Towards dynamic plugin replacement in Eclipse. And uh, Martin, would you would you tell us a bit more about the the third session? Sure. So I have the home stretch session from uh, three thirty to five, and in this session, there's also five paper presentation. And in this session, the papers really illustrate all the different directions that Eclipse can be taken in. So the one paper is on a tool to help deploy and monitor distributed applications with uh, Eclipse, using Eclipse as an editor uh, for OSGI-based applications. Then there's another paper that build, that presents a tools for management of multiple models, software development models. And finally, the third paper on specific tools is a tool to help researchers collect and visualize information about the history of systems. Now, the last two papers actually represent another way that Eclipse can be used and has been used in the past, and that is to study Eclipse itself, so the development, the history of the development of Eclipse to increase our knowledge about how software evolves in general. So we have two papers. One is a case study of how the Eclipse Java editor evolved, and the last one is a study of how Eclipse API are used. Okay, and, and the workshop is is concluded. I, I see in the uh, I take a look at the the website and see there's a, a conclusion and award ceremony. Yeah, we also have a best student paper award, 
So everybody who submitted a paper where the student did most of the work and are essentially responsible for the work are part of the runnings. And we have the, based on both the papers and the presentation, the, the co-chairs of the workshop, so uh, Lite, Alex, and myself, choose uh, best paper and present it. I mean, present an award for the paper. So it seems like um, all, all the paper authors are invited to, to the workshop. Do, do you know how, how many people... Uh, will be in the room? So this is a little bit hard to tell because not only do we invite every author of a of accepted paper, we also invite all the authors of all the authors of all everybody who submitted a paper. We also okay. in, invite all our program committee, and typically uh, a fraction of the program committee tends to show up at the workshop. So in the end, we have quite an interesting little community of people showing up at the workshop to participate in the discussions and so on. So the numbers varied. I think maybe Cheryl has the exact numbers, but last year I think I counted around 40 people uh, at the end of the workshop still participating. So Cheryl, do do you have um, any guess for this year? I don't know. I don't have a guess. Um, I'm I'm actually not going to be able to attend. I'm going to be at uh, Cascon this year, which I manage. So I'm I'm there in spirit. And uh, I'll hear the re I'll hear the results afterwards. Sounds like you, you expect maybe 40 to 50 people, right? Seems that way. That sounds about right. Yeah. So and then is is the the, the workshop uh, open for for any other Uppsala participant as well, or is it is it a closed workshop? It is closed, but it, it's uh, I mean we had some walk-ins uh, in the past. I guess we're expecting that to happen to some extent this year as well. What do you think, Martin? Yeah, I think we've adopted a pretty informal approach to this. So technically, the workshop is by invitation, meaning if you're part of the PC or you have a paper that you submitted, then you're invited to the workshop. But typically, we every year, in the last two years and the previous year also went, and there's walk-ins, and we always welcome. If people are interested in what's happening in the Eclipse world, there's room in the, there's room in the room. Why not? Okay, so it's a it's a it's a good sign for our listeners that they can say, okay, I'm 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 interested in the ET, uh, ETX workshop, and I can I can just join and watch what uh, what will happen, right? As long as we don't get the five thousand listeners to SC Radio showing up, that 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 should work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I one thing I wanted to mention: the uh, proceedings from all the workshops are in the ACM Digital Library. Okay, so but it's it's uh, I th I think the ACM Digital Library is just for ACM members. So is there uh, any way for for everybody to take a look at the papers? So there's actually two ways. The we plan to put the papers directly on the website. Uh, we'll have two levels of resubmission. So first, the authors get a chance to polish up their paper, and we'll put them online. Uh, Two weeks, well, at least we plan to put them all online on the program webpage two weeks before the workshop starts so people can have a look. And, uh, and after that, they will be officially archived in the ACM Digital Library where most people who work at universities or institutions that have some access account for the ACM can download them. So, so Uppsala participants can just go to the, to the Uppsala website, to the workshop website, and then take a look at the papers and then download them and read them. That's right. That's okay, that's great. Are there other the, the websites from the from the past years uh, online? The yeah, I've just taken a look. All the papers from last year are still up. Ah, okay. Anything special you would you would like to advertise about the workshop? 
Well, I certainly would like to emphasize the, the keynote address. I'm quite looking forward to this. Uh, it's going to be about really what's new in the world of Eclipse and the directions that the project is going. So this should be very interesting, and the, the keynote will kick off the workshop. So it's the first thing at 9 in the morning. And I think in general, as long as, long as there is room available in the room, we have no problems with people you know, joining in and uh, listening to the talks, listening to the keynote. So... It's really, as Martin said before, a very informal setting, and we'd, we'd be very, more than happy to have additional people showing up. Interaction is encouraged. Okay, so so even even if I haven't submitted a paper, or um, I can just just join in and 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 uh, participate in the in the real discussion. Most definitely, and bring a tape recorder. Maybe you can have a live podcast from the ETX uh, sessions. Ah, okay. <laughs> a li maybe a live feed. <laughs> <laughs> a live feed that would be great. And I, actually, we had the, the whole uh, workshop uh, blog uh, in 2005, right? And that was, that was an interesting experience. And anything more you, you would like to, to tell us about the workshop? I think it's something that uh, we should add, uh, you know, either now or at any way, um, at any way before closing. And Cheryl can, uh, you know, can do that is definitely thank the people who are, you know, behind the, the organization and the, the guys who started the whole uh, ETX initiative. So if, if Cheryl wants to mention the, the name so that we make sure that we don't forget anybody. Yeah, I can. Well, there was a, there was a big team. Gabby Silverman was the overall lead uh, with Vivek Sarkar and uh, Mike Burke, Connie Hanlon, and uh, people from the Eclipse team all over, uh, Susan Iwa and uh, Mark Erickson, who's the, the Eclipse uh, communications manager. Uh, Marcellus Mindel, and uh, the executive sponsors were Lee Nachman and Gina Poole and Alfred Spector, and those people were all from IBM. We would like to thank the Program Review Committee for their time and effort to review all the papers uh, for the workshop. Also, we'd like to encourage uh, students in particular to engage uh, the participants. There's a lot to be learned and to be exchanged. Finally, with regards to committers, um, should take note that our keynote speaker, uh, Jeff McCaffer, he's a committer, and that's a great opportunity for uh, people to give feedback and to learn from uh, someone from the uh, Eclipse platform uh, community. Thank you all very much for for this uh, for this podcast recording, and uh, hope to see you all at Uppsala. Thank you. Well, thanks for having us. Well, thanks for organizing this. Yep, see you at Uppsala. See you at Uppsala. Thank you for listening to the Uppsala podcast. If you want to know more about the Uppsala conference or if you want to get additional Uppsala podcast episodes, visit the conference website at uppsala.org. This episode, as well as all the other episodes of the Uppsala podcast, are licensed under a Creative Commons license. The intro and outro music is by a band called The Plugs. The song is called Go East. <laughs>